Hey guys, ECRG here, back with another video. Today we've got a very exciting video. One of our subscribers, our listeners, has decided to send in their resume for the resume review program. Not only did they want to send it in, they wanted it, they okayed it to be reviewed live on screen recording. So right now I'm going to pull it up here. And if you want your resume reviewed, right now we'll do some of them for free. Uh, but depending on the demand, we may have to start charging a small fee to have your resume reviewed. Um, what we do is we will, while it's, if it's being recorded, we will take out all of the information that could be identified or could be identifying for you. So we'll just literally leave in the meat, the nuts and bolts of your resume and go over that. We'll go over structuring because that, that's really one of the biggest things. Uh, we'll go over you know, some of the terms that are needed in clinical research uh, for the different positions. And actually, actually, there's a lot of the same terms needed for different positions, but most of you guys are looking for entry-level positions, positions where you can get your foot in the door in clinical research. So we will review your resume. And depending uh, when, this re when this video goes up and when you see this video, um, you know, just email us, let us know what we're currently offering. Um, you know, if, if this is 2019 or 2020, the stipulations may change, but we will always have resume review as a part of what we offer on this channel because we want to see as many of you guys who are interested in clinical research have that opportunity to get into clinical research. It's a great field, but it's getting more and more competitive. So it's ever more important that you have a solid resume and we'll do our best to, to give you, give you guys that uh, leg up on the competition to make sure that you have a solid resume. So thank you so much for the person that sent this resume in. Now we're going to go ahead and get started on this. So first things first, this resume is two pages. So, and actually not even two pages, it's one and a half pages. So the first thing we want to do is nail this down to one page. So I'm going to go ahead and go over here to uh, suggesting. So what we definitely want to do is only one page. And that's particularly because, because um, we want one page because the recruiter and everybody, they're not gonna read all that. They're not gonna read two pages. They're probably not reading your cover letters either. So they've only got a few seconds. The, the stats show about three to five seconds is the time that the average recruiter is going to spend looking at your resume. So there's no point in having two pages. You want it quick easy for them to grasp the information that they need and you don't want it to be confusing. So nail it down to one page, overall highlights. I know a lot of you guys have a lot of work history, so uh, you only want to have a few, a few sections, um, but you definitely want it to be nice and legible, um, not too crowded, not too dense, but just have the major highlights of your resume in there. So this person in the email, they said that they had some experience. They had a year of being a study coordinator. So right now, the things that pop out to me are these bolded terms and in none of them do I see study coordinator. So we definitely want to highlight the positions. If you were a research assistant, if you were a study coordinator, whatever it was, if you were, you know, bench researcher, whatever your title was, if it's something clinical related, you definitely want to make sure that's bolded. So it's good to have this professional summary here. 
So we're going to go through that. That's what most resumes have. And that's just a good, quick couple sentences, a few sentences for people to uh, be able to read and kind of understand a little bit about you. So let's read what she has here. She said, medical professional with experience in coordinating clinical trials through phase one through four, efficiently collaborated with study teams to maximize work efficiency and productivity, highly organized, capable of working independently and part of diverse teams. So that's pretty good. That's pretty solid. The only thing I would change here um, is the time. So she said she had one year. Um, so I would add that in with one year experience. Um, and you can make that sound a little bit better, but you definitely want to do that. So when a recruiter looks down, they, if they read the first sentence, they say with one year experience in coordinating clinical trials, I know this person's study coordinator. They've got a year of experience. The requisition I'm looking for requires a year of experience as well. So I know this person is potentially qualified. I don't have to read any more. Boom. Let's move them over. So that's what I would do is add that in there somehow and you can make it sound a little bit better. Um, so overall, pretty good section, professional summary. Keep this short, uh, one, two, three sentences at max. Uh, you don't want to overpower this. Don't forget your resume is only going to be one page, so you don't want to put too much text up there. Okay. And then you want to break it up. Um, so here in this next section, they have core expertise. So once again, I would change this section. So we know this person was a study coordinator and hopefully that was their most recent job. So I would actually change this. If this is their most recent job is change to study coordinator. So I would change the title to study coordinator and then you'd put the date somewhere over here uh, that you were a study coordinator. Um, once again, we want to, you know, if they're just glancing at your resume, you want to be able, you want to stick out that you were a study coordinator. That's a great role. That's a great position. Um, and especially if you're applying for other study coordinator positions, you'd want to make, you'd want to highlight that you have experience in that role. So obviously everything under here, you'd want to be study coordinator related things. So we'll just go through here. Proficient in ICH GCP guidelines, a 21 CFR part 11. Um, I'll be honest with you guys, not quite sure what that means, but this is what I would say. You definitely want ICH GCP, uh, good clinical practice, international council of harmonization. Uh, if you guys don't know, that's the regulation regulations put forth by the Inter international council, uh, on how to guide clinical research, all the rules and regulations and guidelines for how to conduct clinical research to protect patient safety uh, as much as possible and make it so that drugs can come to the market without harming people. Um, so if you, I mean, if you, if you want to, you can add something in here about uh, the new guidelines. So that's GCP R2. So you can add that in there. Um, and, th and those are just, those are brand new. I think those came out in 2017 or late 2016. So probably not a lot of people know to add that in there. So definitely add that in there. Um, so capable of tracking study progress using clinical trial management system. So that's good. If you're using CTMS, why don't you put the name of the system you used? That can be important. Most people use metadata CTMS. 
but not everybody does, I'm sure. So let's just add that in parentheses. Because this, this could be one of the keywords they search for uh, is, well, they could, use, they could search for CTMS or they could search the name. So you definitely want to make sure that's in there. Um, CTMS is just the abbreviation of that. So proficient in collecting source data and entering it into EDC system. That's good. So if this is, if we change this to study coordinator, that would definitely be under there. Uh, maybe you would make it sound a little bit different. Um, but yeah, that's a good line. You definitely want to have that in there. EDC system collecting source data. That's exactly what they do. Perfect. P participated in site initiation meetings. Okay. So, all right. What I would do here is what I think you're trying to say is what is when the CRA came to site, you participated and helped them out. So I would actually use the term SIV site initiation visit. So I would say participated in site initiation visits uh, if you want to do that. But I would also talk about some of these other ones. How about PSSV? If you had experience there, pre-site selection visit, how about closeout visit? Um, you know, how about some of the other visits? Uh, let's, we can add, we can add a little bit more robust line there and that won't add a line and add a, and add more, uh, space that won't add more to the resume too. So we can add a, some more keywords in there and add more experience in there. Why not do that? Hold on, let me, uh, let me add this. All right. Proficient in recording and reporting adverse events. Okay. That's definitely something that a study coordinator would do. So how about this? How about we add more? What about SAV, SAEs, serious adverse events? What about SUSARs? Um, you know, what about some of the other adverse events that you might record? Some of the other things that can go wrong uh, when it comes to adverse events. So actually, let me edit this. What about SAEs? What about SUSARs and other adverse events? How about we add those in there? Those could be also keywords that you would add. Trained in good documentation practices. Um, so that's not particularly a keyword there. Uh, I would see if we could substitute for something a little bit stronger. So let me just type this substitute for something stronger. Something stronger, more in line with what a study coordinator does. Maybe uh, trained in informed consent with patients. Um, administering in informed consent. How about something like that? Um, how about something about, you know, working with CRAs? Um, how about managing multiple studies? I know many study coordinators work with uh, many studies at once. See, me as a, as a monitor, I don't work with that many studies at once. Only two, three maybe, but definitely not more than that. I know many study coordinators, they may have five, six, seven, eight, nine studies so it's going to be very important to, that you're able to be flexible and work on many, many studies as a study coordinator. 
oftentimes you guys are overworked and you know you guys work really hard and and of course we appreciate that coming from the CRO level but um you know that's just something to keep in mind as well that you want to talk about how you're able to balance many studies and maybe that would go in another section but that could be something to add as well uh, Microsoft Office yeah I don't know if that's a core expertise per se or something that a study coordinator would need to highlight um, sure you could put that at the end at the bottom you could add a section for um, you know proficiencies or programs you're proficient in that's where you would add your metadata CTMS that's where you would add your Microsoft Office that's where you might add your rave um, or being able to answer queries or whatever you use there uh, that's where you would add those systems that you used so actually can I add something here yeah add in proficiency proficiencies I know I misspelled that um, ie which systems you used because a lot of times they could be searching the they could be scanning to make sure that you use these systems um, so MCTMS uh, metadata rave um, uh, EDC um, let me see what else uh, you know medical records add in just whatever systems you used to you know complete the job you can add in your Microsoft Word your Excel your your uh, add in Excel as well uh, well I say Microsoft Office so that's for sure what we'd want to put down there just a little section at the bottom I've seen it on a number of people resumes it seems to work well so we definitely don't want this here So did I? So we're gonna move that to the bottom. All right. So what about professional development? So here, I would put. See, they they put a professional experience part down here, and so professional development. I would break up these skills in here and sprinkle them in to what experience you had. So if it goes under study coordinator, put that under there. If it goes under a previous job you had, I'd put that under there as well. So we'll go through here. Clinical research intern. So if you want to put an intern in there, that would be a second one. So yeah, do, do that. That'd be a second one if that's not the same study coordinator thing. So 2017 coordinated all phases of clinical trials from study startup to study closure. Excellent. That's great experience. Um, we should be highlighting that. We shouldn't be shoving that down here all the way in the third thing. We should be highlighting that more. Collected documents for regulatory submission. Great. Which documents? So documents is just a regular word. Were they essential documents? Probably. Were they your FDA 1572? Were they your uh, good clinical practice training for the PI? Um, uh, were they your protocol signature pages? So 
what we want to do here is provide that show that we actually know a little bit about clinical research um, without taking up too much space. And then so you'd put like et cetera or something at the end of this. But documents isn't really a searchable word. So I would say collected essential documents for regulatory submission, i.e. GCP training, uh, financial disclosure forms, um, protocol signature pages. So you could do that. So assisted in the reconciliation of TMF. Okay, that's a good one. Trial master file. So you'd also probably want to put down here um, where you add in your proficiency and your systems you used, what system you used for reconciliation of trial master file. Um, okay, so reviewed documents from IP reconciliation. Perfect. Entered data into the EDC system. Perfect. Collaborated with CRA. And also you'd want to add in what's the name of the EDC system potentially. Collaborated with CRAs and answered all queries in a timely fashion. Perfect. Tracked protocol deviations and reported adverse events to the IRB and the sponsor as appropriate. Perfect. Maintained reports and met with monitors on routine site visits. Perfectly. Perfect. Um, so actually, I added a comment. Where did I put my closeout visit? Was it here? Oh, here we go. Why is it all the way up there? SIV. So you could also put, um, you could also put routine, uh, IMVs, that's what's called interim monitoring visits. Um, so, so you want to put there. All right. What else do we have? Um, track protocol deviations. All right. Did that maintain reports met with monitors? Okay, perfect. Professional experience. So this is, so you're kind of collaborating these two things is what you're doing. You're, you, that's all you, you're just rearranging them and adding some of the things on the side. So here, study assistant, uh, mediators of atherosclerosis in South Asians living in America is the first study in the U.S. on South Asians to understand what factors led to heart disease. So it looks like you interned on that particular study. As a study intern, assisted PI and coordinators in collecting data such as patients' personal history, physical history, food habits, all right? Collected vitals such as height, Weight, blood pressure, scanning medical records, assisted patients for CT scans. Perfect. So now we're getting into the point where you may not be able to fit all this on your resume. I mean, look at it. It's only from here to there. So you want to make sure you maximize space and only are putting high yield things there, which is important because they're not going to be re reading your whole resume usually. They just have too many to look at. So... That's where I would definitely start, but we'll go through here to see what else. Um, urban health medical officer performed routine checkups. So, okay. So if it fits, you might want to, you might add in a few things here, but if not, you should be fine with just your study coordinator. I would make that the most robust thing. And then you could put clinical research intern underneath that um, as one of your most robust things. And then you can figure out where to put your education. Education should go on there for sure. A lot of people put it at the top 
uh, in between before you start the jobs. Um, you can also put it at the bottom. Either is up to you. Just make sure it's bolded and obvious. So you've, you've got Bachelor of Medicine and Bachelor of Surgery. Oh, that's pretty cool. And you've got clinical trial management. You've got a certification or something. So that's g good too. You definitely want to highlight that um, to show that you've done a little bit extra work with clinical research. And then you've got the authorized to work for any employer in U.S. without sponsorship. So I'm not, I'm not too sure if that has to go on the resume. I know that a lot of places ask for it. Uh, once you submit an application, they ask for that. So I'm not sure that has to go on the resume. Uh, so don't take my word for it. But I would remove that if it does not have to be there because that's just eating up space. So um, they're going to figure that out anyway. They're going to ask you about that anyway. So you don't need to be redundant with it on the resume. That's just my two cents on it. So if you're watching this video and you know it has to be on there, then I would definitely just comment down below. But if not, then you can just let me know. Also, comment down below. Um, so overall, it's a good resume. I would just do some rearranging with it. And uh, be, it should be good to go. Uh, just make some of these changes and rearrange it. And it should definitely help improve your odds. Uh, remember, clinical research is very, very competitive now, This, as it is in 2018. Um, it's probably going to get even more and more competitive. It's just crazy right now. So, uh, you know, resume is one thing that you can do. Improving your resume is one thing that you can do to assist. Uh, we go over a lot of other things you can do to help out to get your foot in the door on the channel. So I'm not going to go into that too much on this video, but just know that resume is one component and it is an important component. Um, and we go over some of the other tools, LinkedIn, you definitely want to keep updated and make sure your LinkedIn is consistent with your resume because a lot of times they will cross reference. You know, are you consistent on your resume? Are you consistent on your LinkedIn? Are there, are there any dates that are wrong? You know, what if you have on your resume, you're saying you got three years experience, but on LinkedIn, you only say you got one. You know, that's a discrepancy that could be ruining your chances. So you don't want to lie. You don't want to just be, you don't want to have huge discrepancies between your resume and your LinkedIn. So make sure that's accurate as well. Uh, I'm sure there are people who have, you know, not cross-referenced that and not gotten jobs because of that. So um, if you guys have any other tips down below, comment them down below. If you guys see anything I didn't catch, comment that down below as well. So also guys, like I said before, if you want your resume reviewed, Email us at eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com. We'll take care of it for you. Um, and that's it for today's video, guys. Take care.